Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the St. Ambrose University Sports Show on KALA HD2 106.1. This is Schistel Speaks Sports, and I am your host, Ryan Schistel. Today is Thursday, October 5th, 2023, the first episode in the 10th month of the year, a.k.a. October. And it was a cooler day today here in the Quad Cities and around the St. Ambrose campus. Uh, truly, it felt like the first real day of fall. Um, you know, first day of real fall weather to me. Cool, nice 65 degrees. Actually, when I was walking back up here to the radio station from my campus living arrangement, I was kind of cold. I'm going to be completely honest. I kind of regret not grabbing a sweatshirt because I know by the time this show ends... At around the 7 o'clock hour, it is going to be even cooler. So very interested to see how that goes for me. But with it being fall weather, many of the fall sports here at St. Ambrose are either in mid-season form or are actually nearing the ends of their regular seasons or their fall seasons if the sport is, you know, a mixed match of both fall and spring seasons. With that... Let's start things off with women's volleyball today. Women's volleyball has been swamped in action over this past week. To start, the Bees were swept three games to zero by Olivet Nazarene, the Tigers taking the win from the Mackay Arena in Bourbonnet, Illinois. Last Thursday, Bees were on the road. The Bees would bounce back, however, sweeping the Trinity Christian Trolls. In Game 1, it was a 25-16 finish, and Game 2 finished off 25-19, and both games were just completely dominated by the Bees. You know, 25-19, a bit closer than I think the score even really shows. The Trolls just kind of got a few extra points there at the end of Game 2, and that's what made the score even as close as it is. Then the Bees continued their dominance in Game 3, winning 25-13. to So a little bit about that game. I was actually at that game for SAU TV. I was just kind of shooting highlights for the upcoming newscast, SAU Weekly, that we put out tomorrow, um, mainly because I'm anchoring the sports block, but also just because I offered to go. It's the first, or really one of the first times that I've gotten to get to a women's volleyball game this year in quite a while. So it was one of those things that I just wanted to get back and go to either way. So I figured, hey, while I'm there, let's go shoot some highlights. Um, I will say, like I said, dominance, I think, is the most perfect word that we can use to describe that game against Trinity Christian. It was one of those games where the Bees just had everything going for them. Meredith Siebers was unbelievable with kills in the game. Hannah Sondag, the setter, was great at, you know, her back set setting 
to the outside, getting her teammates involved, and even just setting a couple over the net, catching the Trolls off guard, and then finally Mackenzie Grafton, a name that we talk about almost all the time on this show because she's always leading the Bs in uh, kills. Is they, Those three were unbelievable. I mean, really, the whole team were was great, but those three especially had to get shouted out today because of how well they played. And I will say, in the coaching staff, you know, you got Dawn Steinhauser in her eighth season with the Bees, and she has really had some great seasons as the SAU women's volleyball coach. Obviously, last year, the women's volleyball team made the national tournament. Uh, did get knocked out in the first round, but they were also playing, I want to say it was the number two team in the nation. So not much you can do there. Again, just looking a little bit deeper into the women's volleyball game against the Trolls. Like I said, dominance in the games, but looking statistically, it was just a lot better statistically than it was for the Trolls in favor of the Bees. I mean, in Game 1, the Bees beat the Trolls in kills 13-10, to 20-11 uh, to 11 in Game 2, and then 15-9 to 9 in Game 3. And as really normal, leading the Bees in kills is Mackenzie Grafton, but actually this time, I want to correct myself, it was not Grafton. Grafton had 11 kills. Meredith Siebers had the 14. Uh, both of those two also, you know, got the start, which is pretty normal for the Bees. But, I mean, kill percentage-wise, the Bees had a .462 in terms of kill percentage, which is pretty good in terms of women's volleyball and really even men's volleyball. So, a great job by the Bees in that one. Coming off the sweep, the Bees went east to Arlington Heights, Illinois, to face the Roosevelt Lakers. After dropping games one and two of that match, the Bees bounced back with their backs up against the wall, winning games three and four. So when it came to the deciding game five, you know, the Bees weren't able to get it done as they drop the match in five games, three to two. But either way, Roosevelt, a pretty good team in terms of volleyball, that fifth game had a final score of 15 to 11 as well. So very closely played, and again, looking individually, this time it was Mackenzie Grafton leading the Bees in kills with a whopping 18. Meredith Siebers right behind with 17. Uh, this time the kill percentage not as good for the Bees, only a 2-2-9, but still, either way, a very well-played match by both teams. Um, you know, looking at it, game one, 25-20 in, in favor of the Lakers, not bad. Um, game two wasn't great for the Bees. 25-16 to 16 was the final, not in their favor. And then games three and four, as I said, the Bees win. Both were very close. The widest margin was only five points, and that came in game three. And then in game five, like I said, 15-11. to 11. So now the 10-11 and 11 overall and 4-4 four and four in conference Bees have one match coming up this week. That match is against the Calumet Crimson Wave, and it will be played Tuesday from Lee Loman Arena here on the campus of St. Ambrose University. The match on Tuesday starts at 7 o'clock p.m. I'm hoping to get out to that match again and, 
You know, if you're looking for something to do on your Tuesday night, especially the students, I would highly recommend coming because the game I went to actually had a bit of a student section and it got loud in the stadium. So I was very excited and I'm excited to get back to another game. Now looking at SAU soccer, the Fighting Bees men's soccer team only had one game on the week. In that game, the Bees picked up the win 2 to nothing against Indiana Northwest from the St. Vincent's Athletic Complex here in Davenport. It didn't take long for the Bees to get scoring going as Owen Ganaway netted the first goal of the game for the Bees in the 12th minute. The Bees would take that one goal lead into the half on the three shots they had taken. Now in the second half, the Bees' Ricardo Ronconi, Ronconi pardon me, nets a goal in the 86th minute. So two, two goals for the Bees, one in either half, uh, wide margins splitting the two. Uh, would be enough, as the team took a total of 16 shots. Even better, goalie Zach Bauer stopped all three shots on goal the Red Wings kicked at him. The men now sit at two wins, four losses, and two ties on the year with a 2-2 two and two conference record. They are set to phase Holy Cross on Saturday at home with kickoff set for noon, and then the Bees will travel to Palos Heights to take on the Trinity Christian Trolls at 2.30 on Tuesday. Looking at this men's team, it was a very slow start to the season. I want to say they started out 0-4-2, and, and, you know, they've slowly been able to build their way back up. You know, you'd like to see them get to 500 faster, but, you know, what are you going to do? Really, that's how I look at it. And actually, they started out 0-3-2 before winning their first game. But either way, I'm, I'm not set on saying this Bees team is too far behind. They've still got quite a few games to go and most of those games in fact all those games are conference matchups they've got seven games left to get to 500 and then turn it around and win uh you know get a winning record so far the bees are 2-2 and 1 at home 0 and 2 on the road and 0 and 1 at neutral sites you'd like to see the bees get a win on the road especially considering the fact that they have a game this week on the road and then you know, at home, you'd like to see a record of winning, but nevertheless, I am not too worried about this Bees team. I think they're going to be just fine. In women's soccer, the Bees beat Indiana Northwest on Tuesday, once again being played at the St. Vincent's Athletic Complex just a few blocks north of campus. In that game, it was a final score of 2-1, to one. And both teams went scoreless in the first half. Now in the second half, Grace Kuchar nets a 50th-minute goal, crediting Caitlin Brunson with the assist and taking a 1-0 lead, so scoring pretty quickly out of the half the Bees women's team were. Two minutes later, Kuchar would net her second goal of the game, giving the Bees a 2-0 advantage. And unfortunately, the shutout wouldn't stand as the Red Wings' Kelly Landry would net an 85th minute goal. Uh, so looking at Kuchar in this game, you know, two goals, two minutes separating them, and you know, really, the first goal ends up only being the, I guess you could say the what would have been tying goal of the game, even though it was a one to nothing lead for the Bees. But that second goal is really what was the game winner, and you know, it's got to feel good scoring two goals, getting the win, being the lone scorer of the game for the Bees. I'm sure, obviously, the Bees would like to score a few more goals as we've seen 
in games this year. You know, they've won six to nothing, eight to two, but either way, Indiana Northwest is no easy test when it comes to soccer. Yes, they do sit at the or near the bottom of the conference with a two and four conference record compared to the B's four and one, but nevertheless, I mean, soccer is one of those games where Sometimes the teams that are very strong and very good don't always win. So give credit to the women's team for being able to hold on. The women's team now sits at 6-4 and four overall on the year. And like I said, they have a conference record of 4-1, and one, which sits them nicely in third place of the conference currently. The Bees are set to face Holy Cross on Saturday at home with a kickoff at noon. And then will travel to Roosevelt for a matchup at 7 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday. Now, the final sport I'm going to talk about before the half is SAU Tennis. And unlike the previous two sports, SAU Tennis has officially completed the fall season. In men's tennis, the Bees faced off against Wisconsin Lutheran and Buena Vista this week. In good news, the Bees took both of those matchups, and both of them were by a score of 5-2. This means the Fighting Bees tennis team finishes the fall 5-2 overall, and sit nicely going into the spring the spring season next year. Now, I will say the Bees had a great fall season last year as well, but it kind of fell apart in the spring as they finished with a record of 10-13 and 13 overall. Thus, I'm excited to see how the Bees come into their spring season in the year 2024, because I think this is a team that can definitely win a few more games, and unlike last year, I can see this team finishing with a winning record. Women's tennis also wrapped up their fall season, but unfortunately, the Bees fell to Cornell by a score of 7 to nothing to wrap it up. Um, you know, you wouldn't like to see the Bees ever get swept in any sport, but getting swept in tennis uh, is not the way this women's team wants to finish the fall season because this means they finish the fall with a record of 0-6. And, and really, if you want to look at it in a positive light, the only direction this team can go is up from here. Uh, like the men's team, the women struggled in the spring for tennis last year, going 2-11 and in spring and 7-17 and overall last year. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, bees are currently 0-6 in women's tennis, so not on a good path of, you know, wanting to have a winning record, but spring normally has more tennis than the fall does, so I can see this team turning it around next year. Uh, I can see them reaching 500 relatively quickly but, you know, it'll all come down to the 2024 year. And with 2024's year, I'll have more tennis talk in the spring. That's going to do it for the first half of the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show, Schistel Speaks Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Schistel. When I return, it'll be the St. Ambrose golf and football teams on the recap from last week. I ensure you, you should not want to touch that dial because this is the place to be on your Thursday night, I'm Ryan Schistel, and this is Schistel Speak Sports on KALA HD2 106.1. 
The day I knew I could turn my dreams and goals into reality yeah. was the day I picked this place, St. Ambrose University. Hey, me too. Me three. You know, for me, it was the day I visited St. Ambrose. I know. Over 70 majors to choose from. And the flexibility to mix majors and minors. I designed my own program to reach my goals. Nice, huh? That's what SAU is all about. Look, employers know St. Ambrose grads come fully equipped with a winning attitude. Sure, we're taught the values of teamwork, leadership, community service. That's what we're all about. I love all the internship opportunities. And the chance to study abroad. Listen, people, enjoy it while you can. Because when my dreams and goals become reality, yeah, you're all working for me. <laughs> it's time to turn your goals into reality. Visit us in person or online at sau.edu. St. Ambrose University, Davenport, Iowa. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it it's rattle me. It's pretty scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head no up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime, and your family serves a sentence with you. Gun crimes hit home. A public service announcement brought to you by Iowa's Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. If you're wondering how you can find KALA without a radio, listen up. We're on TuneIn.com. Go online anytime for streaming of both KALA HD1 and HD2. The 88.5 FM website keeps you up to date with everything KALA, including a complete program schedule for 88.5 and 106.1 FM. Visit KALAFM.org. That's KALAFM.org. HD2 Davenport and K291 BP Bettendorf at 106.1 FM. Welcome back into the studios of KALA HD2 106.1. This is the second half of the St. Ambrose University Sports Radio Show, Schistel Speaks Sports, and I am your host, Ryan Schistel. In the first half of tonight's episode, I talked about the women's volleyball team, the men's and soccer's the men's and women's soccer teams, pardon me, and the men's and women's tennis teams here at St. Ambrose. Now in the back half of the episode, it's time to talk about some SAU golf and SAU football. Let's start things out with the St. Ambrose University golf team as, A, for one team, the wait is almost over, and for the other, we're still hot in action. As I talked about just a second ago, the hiatus for the women's golf team is officially coming to its end here very soon in just about four days. In fact, it is four days. The Bees women have not competed in any invitationals, tournaments, classics, whatever you want to call them, since September 10th, and it feels like it might have been a nice and possibly not necessarily needed break. So far this fall, the Bees have finished third and seventh in their two tournaments respectively, now, coming up this Monday and Tuesday in the 9th and 10th, uh, 
The Fighting Bees women's team will be competing in the Holy Cross Saints Classic from the Warren, located in Notre Dame, Indiana. Uh, this women's golf team, a very good team. And, you know, I say it might not have been needed because, yes, you start out your season coming with a third-place finish. Then you go to seventh. You drop a little bit in the rankings. But overall, you know, I don't think that's... I don't think seventh is even all that bad. Yes, it was only 11 teams, so you do finish in the second half of the teams competing. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think that they would have been just fine if they had kept playing. Obviously, I'm not the one that creates the schedule. I have no say in how this goes. And, you know, I'm sure that there is a certain reason why they were given such a bit of a break. But I think that when this woman's team comes back, they will be lighting the world on fire, sending up smoke signals left and right. Just saying, hey, we're back. We're going to be good again this year. And I have very high hopes for this women's golf team, mainly because, you know, they were so good last year. And like I said, they come into this fall season pretty strong with the start. So I'm very excited to get women's golf back on the air. Now, the men's golf team hasn't had a break yet this fall, and it really hasn't been needed either. Most recently, the fellows went down to Iowa City for the Central Fall Classic. At the Classic, the Bees took third out of the 17 teams in competition. As a team, the Bees shot 39 over par, 27 shots behind the leaders. And for those who, you know, may be wondering who the leaders were in the Central Fall Golf Classic, it is a team that when the Bees are golfing, they don't get to face very much. Aurora University, located in Aurora, Illinois, Funny enough, I'm actually heading there pretty soon to visit a few buddies, but I don't know. I find that kind of comedic. Um, you know, the Bees do not actually get to golf against Aurora a lot. They don't get to golf against Central a lot. You know, they face Augustana, who came in fourth a lot. And actually, I should say that the St. Ambrose quote-unquote B team came in fifth place at 47 over par. So really, when you look at it, you got two teams who finished in the top five in terms of overall team placing, which, in my opinion, very good. So looking individually, the Bees do have three golfers in the top ten. Coming in third place was Tim Markham on that SAU uh, B team. He shot three over par, so a very good round of golf for uh, Markham in the two-day event. He shot a 76-day one and a 71-day two. And that was only five shots behind the leader in an Aurora golfer and Scott Boyajian, uh, who came in at two under par. Looking at the rest of the golfers for the Bs that were in the top 10, Jacob Lang tied for ninth. He was playing for the B team at nine over par, shooting a 74-day one and a 79 in day two, and then Dylan McAleer also tied for ninth at that nine over point. He shot a 78 in day one and a 75 in day two. You'll hear a lot of Tim Markham, Dylan McAleer, Jacob Lang, and Owen Holtman, who actually tied for 14th uh, at 10 over. But, you know, you'll hear a lot of those guys' names. Uh, it seems like they're always some of the top B golfers that we have. So, um, yeah, you know, I just, once again, keep a lookout for guys like those guys and other guys on this golf team, but those are the guys that you're going to hear the most of because, 
again, just like I said with this women's team, this is a very strong men's golf team. And this is a team that is going to be able to win a few tournaments. They're going to be able to come in the top five in very almost normal behavior. So, you know, golf is one of those sports at SAU that is just unbelievably good year in and year out. So far, the Bees have a third place, a fourth place, a first place, a ninth place, and now another third place under their belts. So looking at it, all but one uh, finishing in the top five. JV Golf, they're okay so far this year um, in their two competitions uh, against Augustana. Uh, a few weeks back on the 21st, they lost 312 to 311. And then they played Augustana again on the 27th in golf, uh, losing 312 to 304. And actually, I kind of just think that the JV team just plays Augustana a lot in the local colleges. But nevertheless, good practice for the JV team. So coming up for this men's golf team, just like the women's team, they'll be competing in the Holy Cross Saints Classic, pardon me, from the Warren Golf Club in South Bend, Indiana. And I I think this is a team, or I think this is a tournament that the Bees can most certainly win. Um, I think that, you know, both teams are going to come in strong, and they're going to be able to really create some damage, create some chaos in the field. So it'll be very interesting to see how it all goes now the final sport i have to talk about to wrap up this episode is the sau football team and you know what this is a team that they they lost this week but i think that they are going to you know be just fine now that we're in conference play uh last saturday the bees took on the roosevelt lakers and it was a very good game. The Bees did drop this one, 30-17. to 17, But I will say, like, it, it was a game that it was 17-17 to 17 for a very good amount of time. And then it went to 24-17. The Bees were trailing. And it was really the score for a good portion of the fourth quarter until Roosevelt scored um, just another, you know, another touchdown. And... Nevertheless, the Bees played a lot better this week than they have in some other weeks, and I, I feel like this was a hopeful sign as we enter conference play. Tom Casey went 17 for 29 passing, throwing for only 70, or I'm sorry, throwing for only 94 yards, but he did have one touchdown and one interception. Casey also ran in a touchdown. The receiving touchdown for the Bees came from who else but Yemi Ward. It is his ninth of the year, and if memory serves, because I did delete the uh, number that he was trying to reach, Ward is only two touchdowns away now from tying the St. Ambrose school record for career touchdown receptions. Although it was a hard-fought game, the Bees now are 0-6 overall and 0-1 in the conference. Coming up for the Bees, it is two straight bye weeks this upcoming weekend, being the first the weekend of the 14th being the second bye week. And, you know, these two bye weeks, I think, are coming at a perfect time. You're in a bit of a slump. You're going to be playing some very good conference opponents coming up after the break. So, you know, take a second to reset, work on yourselves. Um, And I think that when we return, 
the Bees are going to be just fine. I think they're going to be able to bounce back pretty well after the break, and we'll just have to wait and see because the first game back is going to be the homecoming game for the Bees, and it is going to be against a very good St. Francis of Illinois team. So we'll just have to wait and see, uh, you know, and although there isn't a game this upcoming weekend, I'll talk some conference football next week. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Schistel Speak Sports here on KALA HD2 106.1. I've been your host, Ryan Schistel. As always, past episodes of this program can be found on KALA streaming sites such as Spotify. Just look up Schistel Speak Sports. For those who don't know how to spell my last name, it is S-C-H-I-E-S-T-E-L. With no football this weekend, I'll just be back next week for this program's next episode. Pay attention to KALA social medias, especially Instagram on the Instagram stories, as I'll be making a post pretty soon talking about interviews you'd like to hear. Um, you know, I probably won't be able to get them all done, but I'll take the most requested and get them done if possible uh, it'll just obviously, you know, have to be a St. Ambrose player or a coach. doesn't matter the sport, but I do ask that, you know, we try to keep it in season. And also, I'll include basketball in that because basketball season is starting up soon. Um, but once again, that's going to do it. You've been listening to Schistel Speak Sports here on KALA HD2 106.1, your exclusive home for St. Ambrose sports on the air. I'm Ryan Schistel. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and go Bees. I've been trying to do